for your Saturday morning coffee with Reese Boyd. Reese Boyd is on right now. Talk 94.5. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. It is Saturday, November the 14th, 2020. Glad it's no longer Friday the 13th. It is 7.07 on your Saturday morning. Welcome to the show. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Reese Boyd, local attorney here in town with the firm of Davis and Boyd, attorneys at law. I'm your host here on Saturday Morning Coffee. And again, welcome to the show. At Saturday Morning Coffee, we invite you to sit down, pour yourself a cup of your favorite java, your favorite coffee. Join us as we talk about the news, current events, what's happening in your world, all the things that we think you need to know. And there's obviously quite a bit that you need to know today and tomorrow and the day after. It is uh, our privilege here on Saturday Morning Coffee to be an advocate for limited government lower taxes because limited lower government restrained by a rational constitution is the recipe for more freedom. More freedom for you and me and all of us who are we the people. We've got a country to save now more than ever. It starts right here in the lo- on the local level with yours truly right here in the studio. So let's get to it. I'm joined here in the studio this morning, as always, by the inestimable Dr. Glenn <laughs> Dye. You always come up with these great uh, words. to The word, the word of the day is yeah. inestimable. By the way, I had a great time. How are you doing this morning? Good. Real good. Yeah, good. Yeah. I had, had a great time on the Liz show with you uh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I think that was second or third time we yeah. filled in. So, so are you Glenn today, or are you Sven? You know, I I I, I would rather not be Sven because I, I said I yeah. feel like I'd have no tan, be really white. Yeah. I and got the did, blue eyes did, and the blonde hair, but and you did not bring the Swedish meatballs. No, so you can't. But those I love Swedish meatballs. Oh, I do too. I mean, I really do. That's one of those things you look forward to the Christmas parties because you look look forward to certain you know yeah. toothpick foods. I yeah. call them. That's yeah. one of them. But Swedish meatballs with Swedish gravy meatballs? Over, over noodles. Oh, yeah. Ooh, Holy good cow. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. Heartwarming. So, so, happy Saturday to you. You mentioned, um, uh, well, we were talking about being on the Liz show. I want to say happy uh, birthday to our own Nick Summers. This, uh, mm-hmm. I believe, Thursday was his birthday, so he's celebrating his birthday this weekend. want to, again, say happy anniversary to my lovely bride, I, I Leela. Was, I was going to wish you all a happy anniversary. 16 we're years, was it? 16, sweet 16. Wow, that's great. She has put up with me for wow. 16 years. Yeah. That's... Uh, <laughs> We're, we've already beat the over/under, so <laughs> Vegas has lost money on us. So <laughs> she's gonna hit me when I get home. But we did. Uh, we've beat the over/under. We're good. We're. Uh, I think you know what is that? They, they say there's some number of years. I've read this somewhere, and I don't recall if any of you know any of our. We've got you know we've got some very smart listeners in this audience. I've realized that. Mm-hmm. Um, if any of you know, there's a there's some number, uh, Glenn, where if you make it that far in a marriage. So many years, I've read this somewhere, your, your odds of going the distance till mm-hmm. death do us part right. is better than, like, well, it's better than half. They, they have it all figured out, better than half. And then 
at some point it gets to like virtual certainty that you're you're good to go i would say it's more than 20 years more than 20 oh my goodness yeah i would yeah. say so so we're not there yet hey i was divorced so well, you know, it is. <laughs> and it was like 20 years. It was like 20 years. Yeah. yeah. These things happen. Anyway, it is uh, my privilege to be married to a wonderful woman. And uh, Lee has uh, been by my side for 16 years now. So happy anniversary, sweetie. And uh, love you. You guys make a great couple. We do. We try. And uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, that is uh, the inestimably and mellifluous voice mm-hmm. of uh, producer extraordinaire Glenn Dye. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn, what are you drinking this morning? What's the I am drinking a Costa Rican coffee this morning because it's just, I needed to get fired up this morning. Uh, it's, yeah. been, it's been busy. You know, yesterday I had to get up at 2.30 in the yeah, morning. Gotta... And then, um, so uh, I needed something strong. And I actually hit the strong button on the brewer, oh, so the brewer. It was slow dripped. Yeah. Very good. I've got the uh, the reliable Duncan uh, brew this morning. I, did, I actually got up a little on the late side. Did not have uh, did not have a chance to brew my own this morning. So. Well, you've already had a chime in. It's six years, says the climbers on the PC oh, well, Computers dot text line. Yeah, you can years. text us. 843-798-8255. Tim, the car detail guy, is checking in. Yeah. Good morning, Tim. You can also call us with your comments, uh, 843-903-2945 is the call-in line here at the show. You can tweet your comments to the show. The Twitter handle for the show is at Reese Boyd. The uh, email for the show is ReeseBoydSMC at gmail.com. And uh, some of you have indicated uh, from time to time a desire to call me at my office uh, because you like to talk during more normal business hours. And that number at Davis and Boyd, Attorneys at Law, is 843-839-9800, 843-839-9800. But again, the call-in line for the show, if you want to be on the Marvelous program, is 843-903-2945. And you can, as Dr. Dye said, text us your comments on the PCRXcomputers.com text line. The text-in number is 843 uh, 8255. So if you are not on the uh, PCRXcomputers.com list of deplorables here at the station, uh, we urge you to check in and join us and uh, be on the list. Uh, Albert checking in with a lovely graphic. We've got Ken from Conway checking in. Fox News been going downhill for the last, uh, oh, that's an old tweet, sorry. Fox News has been going downhill for the last two to three years, and this election night mess might just be the end of it. But Ken uh, checking in, Albert checking in, Mark the cab guy looks like checking in. Um, um, But um, so we invite you guys to check in this morning with us on the PCRXcomputers.com text line. Glenn, what are we going to talk about today? What would you like to talk about? I mean, there is. It's I mean, been a quiet. It's been a quiet week from Trump. I mean, nothing, you didn't hear nothing from him going yesterday. on. Nothing going on. He's been very quiet. Mm-hmm. He's uh, letting I, he's letting people his people work out you know the details and see if there is an opportunity to um, take back that election. But, yeah. Well, it's uh, it's. I'm being facetious, of course. There is is so much happening around us, folks, that it is literally hard uh, <laughs> to keep up. Um, uh, Will at Coastal Sports checking in on his uh, Saturday morning routine. Glad you're with us, Will. Thanks for checking in on the PCRXcomputers.com text line. And uh, there is so much to talk about, but we want to talk about uh, the election, of course, uh, this morning. Uh, the ongoing status of uh, the recount, where we are with the um, with the ongoing, the evolving count. Um, frankly, I, I think it's uh, becoming an increasingly steep climb for mm-hmm. the president. I do too. Um, it's it's looking, it's looking rather bleak. 
some in the mainstream media said that Trump had the air of uh, uh, surrender about him yesterday when mm-hmm. he spoke briefly in the Rose Garden. I don't really buy that necessarily. I think um, I think he just holding his cards very close to his vest, as I think is the appropriate thing to do at this juncture. And so it'll be very interesting to see what happens, folks. But You want to talk about Hammer and Scorecard today? Yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about technology and Hammer and Scorecard and all the things that are going on there. Really crazy stuff. I mean, uh, I've watched the videos, but I just don't know. I, you, maybe you'll enlighten me here when we come back from the break. Yeah, we'll talk about it. And uh, all that and more will be joined uh, on the uh call on the show with a couple of uh, or at least a guest we've got a surprise guest for you in the second hour and we invite your phone calls we'd love to hear what you guys are thinking about all this so stick with us we'll be right back after these words from our sponsors with more saturday morning coffee i'm reese boyd that's glenn die don't leave town like a dark-haired girl in a cadillac a main street of an old forgotten Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour, and more coming up next on Talk 94.5. Hey everybody, it's Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee, talking with Greg Sisson at the Greg Sisson Team Remax First Choice Real Estate. Thank you, Reese. Super excited to be on board. Uh, I do believe uh, we can bring some information that will serve your audience here, so I'm excited about that. Greg, if folks want to get in touch with you at your office, how can they do that? Really, my cell phone is the best way. It's 843-251-2693. My email is greg at gregsisson.com. That's the website, gregsisson.com. Now, more than ever, we need the South's grandest Christmas show. Myrtle Beach's number one show at the Alabama Theater. Christmas is happening now at the Alabama Theater. Get your tickets, bring your family. Call 843-272-1111. Christmas Christmas at the Alabama Theater. It's a giant spectacle of lights, dancing, singing, and the magic of Christmas. Come celebrate the reason for the season. Call for your tickets to the Alabama Theater, 843-272-1111. Order online at alabama-theater.com. Hi folks, Berlin Wolf here with Carolina Cool. You can already feel the weather cooling down and we're making it easy to upgrade your indoor climate with a new carrier high efficiency system. You know, we are the largest carrier dealer in the state and also Sandy Cooper's best trade ally. As such, with Carrier's Cool Cash program and Sandy Cooper's rebates, savings up to $2,350 can be had towards the purchase of that new carrier high efficiency system. Turn to the experts and call us now at 238-5805 or go to carolinacool.com. We provide free estimates performed by caring specialists. We always evaluate your home with a load calculation and perform airflow diagnostics. And we provide options to consider. It's an enlightening experience with no pressure. Find out why we're the largest and the best. There's a reason your neighbors love us. Now that's cool. Carolina Cool. That's cool. 
Brian Brady CPA is the only certified tax resolution specialist in all of South Carolina. He has over 30 years of experience helping local people like you deal with the IRS and state revenue departments. Don't wait around letting penalties and interest build up. Call Tax Resolution Services LLC today and let Brian address your tax issues. Call 843-668-4340 to schedule a contact-free consultation or go online to Tax Resolution Services LLC. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour, two full hours on Talk 94.5. If you've been walking the same old road for miles and miles, if you've been hearing the same old voice tell the same old lies, if you're trying to feel the same old holes inside, there's a better life. It's a better life If you got pain He's a pain taker If you feel lost He's a way maker Good morning everybody Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee I am Reese Boyd, your host Yes, he is a chain breaker Thank you all for sticking with us here on Saturday Morning Coffee, tuning in for a little discussion of all the things going on in your world. Just before the break, uh, Glenn, you were talking about, we were talking about uh, before the show, the uh, SpaceX launch being postponed coming up on Sunday. Yeah, Sunday, Sunday at 735, 725, something like that. And, you know, if it takes the same trajectory as we've seen in the past, it'll come right up the yeah. East Coast. You can Eight hours to the International Space Station now. Yeah. You can get to the space station as fast as you can drive to Northern Virginia isn't that, from here. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Isn't that something? How long did it take the space shuttle to get to the International Space Station? Um, a long time L- because they, didn't, that, they didn't, didn't have this shortcut. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> who would have known there was a shortcut? Who, who would have known there was a shortcut <laughs> to the International Space Station? Interesting, uh, Glenn. Did you know on November 14, 1969, Apollo 2, excuse me, Apollo 12 lifted off the second uh, manned mission to land men on the moon. Mm. And uh, so that was um, 51 years ago today. And the thought has occurred to me many times over the last week and a half, or at least since the election. um, If we can land a moon, land a moon, if we can land a man on the moon, as John F. Kennedy said, and Mm. return him safely to the earth, is it not theoretically yeah. hard to understand how we can't do a better job counting ballots in an election while we can't all turn in a ballot and count it without this level of uh, conflict, consternation, and controversy? Yeah, I, I, I knew where you were going with this. I mean, just look at your cell phone. Oh, yeah. Okay, there's more yeah. technology in this than than we, we had in the crafts going to the moon, right? Yeah. I have to use my fingerprint to get into my phone. Sure. It identifies me. How hard can it be? Well, I have done a lot of studying on this issue over the last several days, like many of us have. I have come to the conclusion, guys, that when we made the decision, and I say we, we didn't make it, Mm. but when collectively we as a country made the decision to blast mail ballots 
to everybody on voting rolls in many states. Not every state did that, but many states did it. A lot of, and ironically, the states where we ha- were having problems with this election, the states that are ruining this election are the states where they blast mailed the ballots. Yeah. <laughs> Glenn's showing me a picture of a tombstone with an I voted uh, signature. Yeah, they've, Stick around, yeah. they've identified, what, 10,000 dead people in yeah. Pennsylvania yeah. that voted? And so it is literally a fiasco from soup to nuts. And it's one of those things where it is so problematic. I don't know if 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 it can be fixed without just a re uh, a revote without these uh, insane mail in ballots. And I don't see how a court will get us there, frankly. So that is my concern. Um, We may get to a point where there, there are a lot of things that could happen, but obviously um, not um, uh, not going to be, in my opinion, a neat um, a neat resolution to what we are facing. I don't think there's going to be a neat, clean answer. Um, it's going to be a situation where I think we're going to walk away from this election uh, wondering what can we do to fix it yeah. in the future. Did I you think- hear the press score just screaming as the president was walking away from the uh, the basically the announcement on the. Um, the virus um, mm-hmm. immunization, um, and they—they all—we were so hungry to hear from him, but like he said, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, and the question I think is um, one of the things we talked about yesterday on the Liz Show, Liz Callaway Morning Show, was I always look at why what motivates people to do what they are doing. I, you know, behavioral economics. Why? Why do people? What motivates people to do the things they do? Because, frankly, when you're practicing law, you don't look, don't pay a lot of attention to what people say. That will often guide you in directions other than the truth. Right. But if you will pay attention to why people do the things they do and what motivates them to do those things, figure out what those motivations are, those, those arrows will always point you in the direction of truth. And I've been thinking a lot about the press corps lately and the left and the mainstream media. And why are those people about to come unglued for Donald Trump to concede this election? Mm-hmm. Because they know that they have not won this fair, fair and, and square. square. They exactly. know that they also know that they have us over a barrel where a, they have the president over the barrel now where a fix is going to be very hard to judicially implement. And right. that's really his only outlet at the moment and so they know they have him over a barrel and so what do they want they want him to they don't want any avenue of escape for donald trump and the only way they can get that off their plate stop thinking about it is to have him concede and to tell his people to stand down and let's fold up the tents go home call it a day start celebrating the uh, inauguration of joe biden and they are about to die to have that happen and so <clears throat> I think you have to ask yourself, why are they so, why are they so dead, you know, dead set on having him concede? Well, they don't have to concede. There's no legal provision that says he has to concede. Look at the, look at the position that Como took on the vaccine. Mm-hmm. We don't want it in New York. We're not ready yet. So even then during that. We don't con- trust the president. Yeah. During that press conference. Yeah. The president said we'll be sending it to every state except New York until they tell us it's okay to send it there. What the heck is going on with that guy? Well, and he just, I mean, he's playing, it's Trump derangement syndrome 
politics applied with, with to vaccine. Yeah, applied to vaccine politics is yeah. what it is. And and the thought that and frankly, the idea that uh, the governor would put politics over the lives of his citizens yeah. is is frightening. But the, that's exactly what he did. He's already done that. He, he did that he, with the nursing home. Yeah, he's already got uh, not blood on his hand. Well, kind of. I mean, yeah. I mean, he sent them there to die. They they will. <clears throat> there is nothing that they will not do to score a political point uh, on the president. Yeah, including in, including um, including put their own people's lives at risk. Right. So it's. It's frightening. By the way, while we're on the subject of uh, elections, and uh, I want to I want to start the show today. I want to I want to send a thank you out. We've mentioned them in the past, but I was um, had the privilege of working one of the polls on uh, election day, and I was down in Garden City working Garden City Two. Was there all day long, long day, and I want to just give a, a shout out uh, to Sandy Martin and the Election Commission. Um, this was obviously not a perfect election nationwide, but in South Carolina, we did a darn fine job of, uh, of conducting this election. And it, uh, was a tribute, I think, to the, uh, to the men and women who were manning the polls among others, the people who were volunteering, the people who were out poll watching. But I thought it was, uh, interesting. I was at the polls from 6 a.m. until 8 p.m. Was there all day, did not leave. I, from six, or excuse me, six a.m. to eight p.m. From six a.m. to about three p.m., I didn't even sit down. I w- it was constant activity, and and so it was uh, it was an interesting interesting day, interesting experience to watch, and the um, and the thing that I that I was struck by is all during the day, I did not hear a single partisan comment from any election official. Um, there were times when I wanted to make a partisan comment, mm-hmm. but I refrained. And I heard not a single partisan comment from any election official. I saw nothing there from the people, from the election commission, from the workers, nothing other than folks that were there uh, committed to having a smooth, uh, fair and and accurate election. So I want to, you know, tap of the hat to the Ory County Election Commission and Sandy Martin for the great work that uh, they are doing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think and certainly in South Carolina, we uh, we we did our part. For um, for the election this cycle and uh, the, the it's interesting Glenn if you look at where we're having problems <laughs> the states where we're having problems are blue states yep. and purple states and and states that did um, the the mass mailing mm-hmm. uh, of ballots to everybody on the rolls and that is that is what's created the problems yep. the mass mailing of ballots in those states is what has uh, in my opinion irre- irretrievably now tainted uh, this election so it is what it is i wanted to say a brief word here um uh, we uh, doing the show today a sad note we've done this a couple of times recently i have a sad bit of information to share um speaking of uh, politics and um, and elections many of you know robert rabin robert rabin was the chair of the ory county republican party for many years he's been active in republican politics in ory county literally for decades um, we, uh, we lost, uh, Robert this week. He actually, um, passed away yesterday and he passed away at the hospital. He had, uh, uh, been suffering for a few days and that suffering is over and, uh, he's in a better place. And those of you, many of you have contacted me, uh, but we, uh, we dedicate the show today to the memory of Robert Raven. Robert was a dear friend, um, had just, uh, known him since literally since I was a child. And so 
Uh, Robert, we will miss you, but you are in a better place. If you guys would like to call in, share your thoughts on Robert or text them, we would, we would welcome uh, those. But we remember uh, Robert Rabin here on Saturday Morning Coffee this morning, folks. We'll be back after these words from our sponsors. Uh, stick with us. We'll be back with more Saturday Morning Coffee right after this. I'll reach my hands out in the dark and wait for yours too Until I can wait for you I'll wait for you Saturday Morning Coffee Call the show at 843-903-2945. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour returns after these on Talk 94.5. Revivalization. Revivalization. Okay, okay. Let's do this. Hi, I'm Marty with One Hour Heating and Air, reminding you to get your complete heating system revitalization. Our Wait a second. Sorry. Oh, no. Not again. Sorry, Marty. You're still not saying it quite right. How am I saying it wrong? It's our heating system revitalization. It's more like revitalization. That's what I said. And folks, it'll make your heater blow stronger, warmer, and use less energy doing it. Just get our complete heating system revitalization. Hmm. I said it right. Well, it should be like, get our heating system revitalization. Now you just sound insane. You got to give it a little more oomph. More oomph? Oomph. Oomph it up. You know what, Richie? I'm just going to say, let one hour revitalize your heater now for just 134 bucks. Okay, that sounds good. Okay, good. Cool. So you can find us online now at onehourmagic.com. Hey, it's Nick Santangelo with Charlie Stewart State Farm Insurance. Call us anytime with any insurance questions at 843-249-7066. Like a good neighbor, Charlie Stewart State Farm Insurance is there. Charlie Stewart State Farm Insurance on 6th Avenue South in North Myrtle Beach. Go Tigers! When accidents happen, you've got someone you know. Like Charlie Stewart. He'll be there when you need him. Charlie Stewart State Farm in North Myrtle Beach. He's got your back, so call him today. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Hey, everybody, it's Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee, talking with Greg Sisson. Greg is the principal at the Greg Sisson Team Remax First Choice Real Estate. How long have you been in the real estate business? I started in real estate full-time in 1997, and our company is is really structured where we can serve the client at a high level. So we've really streamlined it to make it simple and easy for our clients. Our market is red hot. Kind of the perfect storm for home sellers right now in the Grand Strand. Greg, if folks want to get in touch with you at your office, how can they do that? Really, my cell phone is the best way. It's 843-251-2693. And then our website is gregsisson.com. Check us out there as well. If you are a seller today and you're thinking about it, it, it would make sense to give me a call. Remax First Choice, the Greg Sisson team, real estate experts here in Myrtle Beach, ready to help you with your real estate needs. A well-maintained car is a happy car, and it makes you a happy owner. So how do you know, really know, where you can go for your vehicle? Got to be local, right? Got to be someone who's been around a long time with a great reputation. Got to be a place the locals all love, right? Hi, this is Michael Hussey. Since 1950, Hussey Motors has been repairing vehicles in Myrtle Beach. We are a general repair facility that can help you with the purchase of tires as well as maintaining them with balancing, rotating, suspension issues, and alignment. Give us a call or stop in. We are here to help you solve all your automotive needs. Local and trusted since 1950. 
get your regular maintenance handled. Hussey Motors is in the heart of downtown Myrtle Beach at 702 Alder Street, just off Highway 501. They're located right behind Beach Bike Shop. Hussey Motors. Saturday morning coffee. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour is now two full hours. Two full hours on Talk 94.5. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. I am Reese Boyd, your host, here in the studio with Dr. Glenn Dye, producer extraordinaire. Doctor! I want to thank uh, Don B for checking in, Don Bound, checking in on the PCRXcomputers.com text line. And also Al, the real man, checking in. Art Ruffalicious checking in. Thank you, Art. Good to hear from y'all. Art's got a question about the Dickens Christmas special. Um, so I want to remind y'all about that going on. Uh, Art, I don't have the details handy on that. We'll try to look those up. Um, uh, 9 to 6 today and tomorrow. 9 to 6 today yeah. and tomorrow. Very good. There you go, Glenn. That's uh, 9 to 6 today. It's at the convention center, correct? Uh-huh. And go see Art Ruffalicious. Yeah, do that. Check them out at the uh, Dickens Christmas Show for all your dog treat needs. Thank you, Art, for reminding us about that. And uh, Al, thanks for uh, checking in also as well on the PCRXcomputers.com text line. So as we were discussing, um, unfortunately, folks, just to bring you up to date on the election, uh, but before we do that, we've got a couple of callers hanging. Let's go ahead and deal with a call. We've got James on the line, and uh, James is calling uh, in this morning to share his thoughts. James, what's going on? Hey, good morning. Um, I've heard a lot of people who, like yesterday, Bill O'Reilly and Geraldo Rivera, like you, they're kind of, you know, their hopes are dwindling on whether President Trump can overcome this, uh, what I, I think is election fraud, mm-hmm. voter fraud. And, uh, you know, course it's real easy to to go down that road and say hey he's never gonna gonna make it over this big hump he has but this morning i watched uh the lou dobbs show that was aired last night i was Mm -hmm. uh, not able to watch it last night but he had Sidney powell on there yeah and i i personally you know kind of think she has a lot of credibility uh you know other people may not but i do and she is saying that next week you know she and her people are going to come out with huge uh, revelations on what has been going on with the software and a lot of other things. Yep. They do have evidence. They do have evidence to present. And if the state legislatures, then after that he had Devin Nunes, and they talked about uh, the state legislatures that are Republican, which I think it's over 30 uh, in the United States. If those state legislatures, uh, in the, especially in Georgia and Pennsylvania, even uh, I think Michigan has a Republican state legislature, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, if those state legislatures refuse to certify the vote in their state, uh, then you know Trump has has an avenue here yeah. to uh, yeah. to make it happen. Well, and it, I think that's possible. Yeah, Do and you? and and I don't and I don't disagree with you, James. And actually, we're going to get that. We're going to get to that. We actually have a clip uh, of the Sidney Powell interview that we were going to play for you guys. I think it's a fascinating argument. 
Uh, it's a little bit outside of my wheelhouse, a little bit above my pay grade, to be candid with you. Um, I've, well, everybody else too. We've never we've never yeah. ran into a situation like this, but it is in the books. You know. Oh yeah. If, no, it, if either candidate cannot reach two seventy, yeah, then it goes it goes to the Congress, which then has to vote again well, along those same party lines. One the, thing: the, the, yeah. the legislatures of the states mm-hmm. have one vote each. And, that and, that, and that, that's if nobody yeah, that's under the 12th Amendment, if nobody mm-hmm. gets to 270. But there's another right. factor. You know, the, the, the legislature, ultimately, the allocation of the electors is up to the state legislature. So the state that's legislature uh, could and <clears throat> we'll get that. And the one thing I'll say about what Sidney Powell said is uh, Lou Dobbs has credibility. Sidney Powell, uh, in my mind, has has uh, large amounts of credibility. She's done an incredible job representing Michael Flynn. And I don't know why she would blow that professional standing that she has amassed in the Flynn case with, uh, you know, pursuit of a, a crazy conspiracy theory on behalf of a president that's, that's losing an election. If that were, if that were the case, it doesn't make sense. And so she's a, she's a warrior and, uh, no, no doubt that I, you know, I think she has it. The next thing that that Devin Nunes talked about and Lou Dobbs started blasting him Mm -hmm. saying, you know, why aren't Republicans doing something to stand up for Trump? And Devin Nunes says, we are looking at an extremely difficult way. You know, there's no way for us to really communicate what's going on. It's being censored. And even, you know, you take, take name the media, they're censoring out any, uh, possibility that there actually is evidence of fraud. So it's, it's quite a daunting task for oh, uh, Republicans right now. Absolutely. And, uh, and, and they're going to have to step up though, or, or, you know, we do have a very, very big crisis of, uh, future elections along with, I think this one. Thanks guys. Thanks James. Appreciate the call. And I, uh, I couldn't agree with you more. We have got to get this right. And, uh, I was fascinated by the Sidney Powell interview I have a hard time believing that Sidney Powell would get on the air and say something that, that she doesn't have the information to back up. My, frankly, reaction to that was, as a lawyer, I'm thinking to myself, she, she remarks in the interview, I'm going to unleash the Kraken. And, and I'm thinking, uh, Sidney, it, we're, we're, we're in the ninth inning here. If you have information that is clear and unambiguous uh, that indicates that there is uh, – voting fraud that took place sort of behind the curtain through uh through the through the dominion systems or any other systems that were utilized in this election then we need to get that information out and get it uh in the in the uh, public because it's not going no information no matter how earth-shattering is going to immediately move the needle 180 degrees if they have information that if they've got the Kraken that, that Sidney Powell refers to, in, in my opinion, now there may be some, you know, higher thought that they're holding it for some particular reason. But in my mind, they need to get that information out there. We need to start digesting it. The courts need to be aware of it because here's the thing. Uh, well, and we'll do an update on the on the litigation. But the, the thing that is a challenge here for the president in terms of these various uh, cases that have been filed, and for the most part, it's not going particularly well, James. And so if it, if it seems like my confidence is slipping, I'm simply uh, suggesting to you guys that we need to uh, be prepared for the either outcome. I am fully 
vested in this president. I am hoping that he is reelected because I believe if we count the valid ballots that he would have won, there's a small caveat there. I think there's a possibility that when we open the door to mass mailing of ballots by mail and mail-in voting, that we open the door to so much voting from low-impact, low-information voters that while the votes may be technically valid on, on, a, on, a, on a baseline level, we, we may have skewed the system against us. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And so we might, when you count all these ballots, and there is the issue that all these ballots have come in, and they've still not counted all the ballots in Pennsylvania. They're still counting. It's only nine days later. It's crazy. And so... No, more than that. Yeah. And, and so I'm thinking to myself, how on earth could we have set the system up where it would be such a massive failure? Let's just call it what it is. This election was a fail. This was, as we say on the internet, it was an epic fail. Yeah. And so we were talking about this yesterday, and I hate to say this, but I think the Democrats... They're happy. Who are the people who are okay with chaos? They're like, our plan came together. Yeah. I'll are, get you and your little dog, too. Who are the people with that are okay with ambiguity? Yeah. Who are the people that burn buildings down when things don't go their way? Yeah. There, there's, there's, there's one side of the political, political coin likes order, the rule of law, and, and truth, and, and, and looking for what we know to be the truth. I, yep. I'm happy to lose this election, folks, if there were a valid number of ballots for Joe Biden that were greater than the ballots cast in, for Donald Trump so that the Electoral College vote is uh, is legitimately in favor of Joe Biden. But that's, you know, nobody, I don't think, is going to be able to convince me of that because the election was that big of a mess. But But here's the deal. In order to prove uh, election fraud, you've got to show not just a few votes that were not valid. You've got to show a pattern, like we were talking about yesterday on, on, on Liz's show. You've got to show a pattern. You've got to show systemic issues that uh, could have changed the outcome or would likely have changed the outcome because you're asking a court to reach in and change uh, the outcome of an election or order judicially order that certain counties or even a particular state be re re revoted. And, and that's a huge undertaking. Right. And you've got to, a judge has got to have a pretty good, a darn good reason, frankly, to do that. And we should expect that he should have a darn good reason to do that. But, um, you know, there's a, uh, there's a lot that has to be proven in that. And there's a very high threshold and so the president is in a situation where, yeah, he does have a tall mountain to climb. I'm not giving up on him. I think there is a, as I said yesterday, I think this election is technically still a jump ball. We don't know what's going to happen. The electors do not meet until December 14. And so, but there's a lot that has to happen if he's going to batten this thing down. And so my thought is that if Sidney Powell's got a Kraken in the box, she needs to let that thing go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll listen. Uh, we'll we'll do a brief election update after the break, and we've got a couple of people call that have called in. We'll get to those calls, and we'll also talk about Dominion Voting Systems and Sidney Powell after the break. So y'all stick with us. It's fascinating stuff. You need to know about it. Don't leave town. We'll be right back with more Saturday morning coffee. I'm Reese Boyd. Stick with us.
local news, and more. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour is now two full hours. More Reese means more coffee. Coming up next on Talk 94.5. Did you know that virtually all of us live in some sort of flood zone? And to make matters worse, we also live in an area where hurricanes are likely. Do you have the correct insurance to protect your home and family from floods and hurricanes? It may be time to contact Moore & Associates Insurance. For more than 40 years, they've been providing their clients with expert insurance advice and competitive and much-needed coverage. Not too much or too little. Insurance that's affordable and appropriate. Get in touch with Moore & Associates today at moreandassociates.net. Hi, everybody. It's attorney Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour here on WTKN. I'm also a practicing attorney with the firm of Davis and Boyd, attorneys at law here in Myrtle Beach. These are certainly trying and uncertain times for individuals, families, and businesses here along the Grand Strand. Please know that our team of professionals at Davis and Boyd stands ready to assist you with all of your personal and business legal needs. So if we can assist you in any way, give us a call at 839-9800. That's Davis and Boyd, attorneys at So here we are, Thanksgiving 2020, in a year like none of humanity has known. Take a moment and reflect. Are you thankful for the health that you have? Thankful for your family? Thankful for your friends? Thankful for an end to this election season? Give thanks for these things, and then think ahead to Thanksgiving next year. Look, the economy and stock markets have much more pain to endure this year and into next. So prepare to be thankful next year for joining forces with Northstar Financial to protect and grow your retirement accounts, bank CDs, and annuities with Northstar Financial Advisors. Protecting American retirements for 22 years. Call Northstar today at 843-448-7305. That's 843-448-7305. Don't delay. Call today or log on to northstarnavigator.com to attend a Retire Right workshop soon. Happy Thanksgiving to all from Northstar Financial Advisors. Join Liz and Nick as we take the show on the road live on location. It's the Liz Calloway Show with Nick Summers. Technical assistance from PCRXcomputers.com. It's that time of the year again. Nick and I are stuck in a truck the day before Thanksgiving, Wednesday, November 25th. Come on down to Market Commons Walmart Neighborhood Market. You got it, Liz. We're stuck in that truck until you fill it up. We're collecting non-perishable food items for Low Country Food Bank to help the community. So come on and join us. And we have to say thanks to affordable luxury awnings, dependable plumbing, Carolina Elevator Co-op, Mr. Sparky, Tide Law Firm, Two Men in a Truck, Arbor Landing, Bloomin' Blinds, and of course our PCRXcomputers.com mobile studio will be fired up and ready. Wednesday, November 25th, the day before Thanksgiving, we'll be stuck in the truck from 6 a.m. until the truck is full at the Walmart neighborhood store in the Market Common. Are you ready, Nikki? I'm ready, Lizzie. The Liz Calloway Show, live from the annual food drive on Talk 94.5. Saturday morning coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour on Talk 94.5. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. I am Reese Boyd, your host. It is 7.50 on your Saturday morning. Saturday 
November 14. I want to thank uh, you guys for tuning in this morning. A uh, lot of you guys checking in. Jesse the Horseman checking in on the uh, PCRXcomputers.com text line. SMC is awesome. Thank you, Jesse, for that. Uh, James continuing to give us uh, some uh, good stuff on the PCRXcomputers.com text line. And uh, Glenn, I want to, if you got the, uh, let's roll that clip. Speaking of uh, James, have you got that clip from Sidney Powell teed up? Can we get to that? I absolutely do. I didn't mean to spring that on you. I should no, have told okay. you. I'm a professional, break. my friend. Right. Here we go. Let's, uh, let's well, roll joining the- us tonight is Sidney Powell, a member of President Trump's legal team, General Flynn's uh, defense attorney, a great American and prominent uh, appellate lawyer. Great to have you with us, Sidney. Uh, let's start with Thank Dominion. I uh, str- straight out disavowal of uh, any uh, claim uh, of fraud against the company, its uh, software or machines. Your reaction? Well, I can hardly wait to put forth all the evidence we have collected on Dominion, starting with the fact it was created to produce altered voting results in Venezuela for Hugo Chavez and then shipped internationally to manipulate votes for purchase in other countries, including this one. It was funded by money from Venezuela and Cuba, and and China has a role in it also. So if you want to talk about foreign election interference, we certainly have it now. We have staggering statistical evidence. We have staggering testimony from witnesses, including one who was personally in briefings when all of this was discussed and planned beginning with Hugo Chavez and how it was designed there and then saw it happening in this country. As soon as the state shut down on election night and stopped counting, those are the states where the most egregious problems occurred. We also need to look at and we're beginning to collect evidence on the financial interests of some of the governors and secretaries of state who actually bought into the Dominion systems, surprisingly enough. Hunter Biden type graft to line their own pockets by getting a voting machine in that would either make sure their election was successful or they got money for their family from it. Well, that's straightforward. You're going to, take, uh, you're going to have to be quick to, to go through and to produce that investigation and the results of it. Uh, the, December, uh, the December deadlines are approaching. Uh, for electors and uh, just as we saw in uh, 2000 with Bush v. Gore. Uh, How critical are those deadlines and how urgent does that make your investigation and discovery? Well, for fraud this serious, I think even if the states are stupid enough to go ahead and certify the votes where we know the machines were operating and producing altered election results, If they're stupid enough to do that, then they will be set aside by the fraud also. I mean, we are talking about hundreds of thousands of votes. President Trump won this election in a landslide. It's going to be irrefutable. And we are, patriots are coming forward all, every day, all day, faster than we can collect their information with the testimony they're willing to give under oath about how their votes were stolen and how the machines operated. They were updated the night of the election, sometimes after the election. We've got statistical evidence that shows hundreds of thousands of votes being just put in and replicated. It's going to be, there needs to be a massive criminal investigation and it's going to affect 
millions of voters and elections. With these allegations, these charges, is the FBI already carrying out uh, an investigation of these voting companies uh, where their servers are domiciled and in at least two instances, three instances, uh, we know they're in foreign countries. Uh, tell us where the Justice Department is in all of this. Uh, I wish I knew. I'm not on the inside, so I'm not privy to that information. I know that even Democratic senators and congresspeople for years have reported problems with this system to the FBI and to the government, and nobody's done a blooming thing about it. The people in the election security part of Department of Homeland Security need to be fired yesterday. They're absolutely ridiculous. Of course, Chris Ray needs to be fired, too, because the only FBI interview of any witness was to intimidate him and try to get him to change his truthful testimony for hours by an anti-Trump FBI agent. They still have politics infecting the FBI instead of just following the law. We are on the precipice of, this is essentially a new American revolution. And anybody who wants this country to remain free needs to step up right now. These are federal felonies. Altering a vote or uh, changing a ballot is a federal felony. People need to come forward now and get on the right side of this issue and report the fraud they know existed in Dominion voting systems because that's what it was created to do. It was its sole original purpose. It has been used all over the world to defy the will of people who wanted freedom. Cindy, at the outset of this broadcast, I said that this is the culmination of what has been a, over a four-year effort to overthrow this president, to first deny his candidacy. And, and he talks uh, about the end game. Uh, he talks about the end game there. You guys get the sense of that, this, that this is just, this is the end game continuation, according to Dobbs, of an effort to delegitimize uh, or remove illegitimately uh, this president from office. And it's a fascinating argument, folks. And don't you just love Lou Dobbs? She drops a 150 megaton bombshell and he just goes, well, that's straightforward. I mean, yeah. it doesn't get any better than that. And, uh, and, and listen, Lou Dobbs has incredible credibility. As James pointed out, uh, Sidney Powell, she's got incredible credibility on these, these issues. Having said that, some of the things that she is saying are quite fantastical folks we're talking about we're talking about high megatonnage uh, bombshells here that she's dropping rather nonchalantly and and there's a huge disconnect here there's a huge disconnect because she's saying patriots are coming forward faster than they can collect information to report voter fraud meanwhile trump lawsuits across the fruited plain are being dismissed for lack of evidence so there is an there is a real problem here with that disconnect. And we've got to figure out how to negotiate that. Trump's legal team's got to figure out how to negotiate that. And the Supreme Court ultimately may have to weigh in on some of these lower federal courts and these state court judges who are saying there's not sufficient evidence. But this is a, this is a thorny problem, folks, and there's no easy answer. But Larry, I know we've got Larry from Merle's Inlet hanging on the phone. Uh, how are we doing on time, Mr. Producer? Can we squeeze Larry in before the break? Uh, one minute. One minute. Larry, you want to take a quick shot at what your question may be? Yeah, I, I just wanted to uh, share, since we're really uh, honoring Robert Rabin and all yeah. his service to our county and, and really uh, state as well, certainly the state. You know, Robert was at Coastal Carolina in my early days out there uh, as a 
assistant director and then director. Um, Robert uh, worked on, and, I, and I've looked at some of the obituaries, and I haven't seen this particular issue, not issue, but accolade is what it really is, um, yeah. about what Robert put together. You know, he put together the penny sales tax for Ory County schools, including tech and the university. And I, I was at the time uh, asked to run for trustee at Coastal Carolina University, so we were all in Columbia doing our, you know, sure. uh, howdy and shake stuff. And I remember John Rose was up there, uh, who was also at Coastal, and and so you know that everybody was laughing at what the proposal was to keep that penny in Ory County. You know, we are a donor county yeah. for South Carolina, big all the coastal counties are. Yeah. It's just the way it works. And everybody was laughing about it. You know, it'll never pass and da, 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 you know, and I thought, okay, so we'll see. So it passed and they, no one thought it was going to work. No one thought it was going to pass. It passed two to one. Yeah. Larry, we're going to have to go, we're going to have to go to a hard break. Well, we've got the news coming up today that that money produces millions of dollars for construction for all of our schools. That's why none of the Ori County schools are in debt. I think um, Robert made that lasting contribution, many lasting contributions that this county will enjoy for generations. Larry, thank you for that call. Thank you for remembering, Robert. Folks, we've got to go to a news break. We'll be back after that with more Saturday Morning Coffee. Stick with us. Conservative Alternative. This is 94.5 WTKN. Merle's Inlet, Myrtle Beach. The right choice for conservative insight. We will work to secure an emergency use authorization which should be coming down extremely soon. And my administration will then coordinate the distribution of the vaccine. And uh, it will be approved. I think, again, it will be approved very, very quickly. The president said the emergency distribution would emphasize frontline workers, the elderly, and high-risk Americans immediately. He said by giving the vaccine to high-risk patients right away, the action will reduce hospitalizations and deaths. Hopes for an end-of-the-year coronavirus relief deal are off to a rocky start on Capitol Hill. Bernie Bennett says it's raising fresh questions about the chances for a long, elusive agreement happening before January. Lawmakers in both parties said that they want a deal, but they have just a few weeks to get one. Senate Minority Leader Charles Schumer says the starting point on any agreement should be the $2.2 trillion coronavirus bill passed by the House in October. Senate Republicans are digging in on a roughly $500 billion figure that they previously coalesced behind. Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell warned that the U.S. economy will likely need further support from Congress and the central bank, even if a coronavirus vaccine becomes available by the end of the year. Bernie Bennett in Washington. SpaceX delayed its second astronaut flight by a day because of high wind and weather conditions that could jeopardize the recovery and recycling of the rocket booster they always like to bring back to Earth safely. At a news conference, NASA Commercial Crew Program Manager Steve Stitch says this will be an historic mission once it is carried out. It's going to be an exciting flight. I will remind you that Crew-1 is going to be the longest U.S. spaceflight ever, exceeding what we had on the the final uh, Skylab mission, Skylab 3. That is NASA manager Steve Stitch. More on these stories at townhall.com.
Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic pathway that right there approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many americans find such wonderful pain relief if you have back pain shoulder neck hip knee or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older you must order the three-week quick start now discount it to only 1995 to see if it will work for you too i think it could give your body what it needs to heal itself go to relieffactor.com call 800-500-8384 relieffactor.com Incoming Arizona U.S. Senator Mark Kelly says he'll bring to Washington the bipartisan approach he adopted on the campaign trail. More on that from correspondent Jackie Quinn. Newly retired astronaut Mark Kelly, a Democrat, is the winner over former Congresswoman and retired Air Force pilot Martha McSally, who's conceded the race. McSally was appointed in 2019 to fill John McCain's seat. So as soon as the results are certified, Kelly will be sworn in to serve the rest of McCain's term. Kelly says the country's having a hard time with polarization that's hampered the functioning of government, and he commits to working with the GOP. Top priorities are addressing the COVID pandemic and some form of gun control. His wife, former Congresswoman Gabby Gifford, says permanent disabilities. She was shot in the head at a constituent event in 2011. I'm Jackie Quinn. Breaking news and analysis at townhall.com. General Motors will recall uh, recall nearly 69,000 Chevy Bolt electric cars. That's because the batteries have caught fire in five of them. The company says it doesn't know yet what's causing the fires. Two people have suffered smoke inhalation due to the blazes. Dealers will install software that limits charging to 90% of the battery's capacity until a permanent fix is developed. The recall covers bolts from the 2017 through 2019 model years. John Scott reporting. A long-awaited National Museum dedicated to the U.S. Army made its debut on Veterans Day this year. The National Museum of the United States Army at Fort Belvoir, Northern Virginia, planned for more than 10 years, opened this week with a live-streamed dedication ceremony. Artifacts on display include a sword from the defense of Fort McHenry in the War of 1812 and a Sherman tank that first broke through enemy lines in the Battle of the Bulge in World War II. More on these stories at townhall.com. Broadcasting from the Tide Law Studios, this is Talk 94.5. Holly jolly, hello, I'm Kringle of the Car Lot. And whether you've been naughty or nice, when you buy a used car today, I'll throw in a new house too, made of gingerbread, of course. <laughs> Just please, please come buy a car today. Please. At Grand Strand and North Strand Nissan, we do things differently. Value pricing, unmatched selection, and guaranteed customer satisfaction. That's the Strand Standard. Check out the hottest new models, like the completely redesigned 2021 Nissan Rogue. Made in America. Anyone considering a new SUV needs to go rogue. One test drive, and you'll forget all about the Honda CRV and Toyota RAV4. Equipped with Nissan Safety Shield 360, the Rogue offers blind spot warning, lane keeping assist, and automatic emergency braking. In addition, to top safety features, you'll enjoy wireless Apple CarPlay and head-up display.
play. Get to Grand Strand and North Strand Nissan today or shop GrandStrandNissan.com or NorthStrandNissan.com where we sell in volume so you save in price. Hear what owners are saying about Thomas Beach Vacations Owner Services. I have two properties down here. One stays in the rental pool 52 weeks of the year. The other I can rent out three months of the year. They approach my three-month rental with the same commitment as they do the one across the street. Thomas Beach Vacations, they make you feel like you're part of the family. Contact Thomas Beach Vacations at NorthMyrtleBeachVacations.com. Customer focus, results driven. Are you tired of your typical closing experience? Sign here. Sign here. Oh, and here. Then go with the tide. At Tide Law Firm, we handle all of your real estate transactional needs. From contract to close, we're here to help you every step of the way. Our staff provides the professional experience you need to complete your closing hassle-free. Not only do we serve our clients, it is our goal to provide you with a memorable experience. So what are you waiting for? Wave goodbye to your typical closing experience and ride with the tide. Visit us at TideLawFirm.com. Remember, always go with the tide. You're listening to the Reese Boyd Radio Hour, Saturday morning coffee on Talk 94.5. Got a girl from the south side, got blazing hair. First time I seen her walk by, I fell up on my chair. Had to get her number. Like six weeks. Now me and her go way back. Like Cadillac Six. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. I am Reese Boyd, your host. Going way back like Cadillac Seats. We I dig that song, man. It's not, it's, not, it's not hard to listen to. Um, thanks for sticking with us, folks. You've made it to the second, uh, the second cup hour of Saturday Morning Coffee. It is 8.08 on your Saturday morning, Saturday, November the 14th. Aren't you glad it's no longer Friday the 13th, Glenn? Yeah, I am. Yeah, I am too. So, not that I'm a trick a dick nah, or anything like that, but I nah. uh, wanted to uh, just briefly comment. We played a rather lengthy interview clip from uh, Sidney Powell and Lou Dobbs just before the break at the top of the hour, and we didn't even get to the punchline, which was she's going to unleash the Kraken. But again, as I have said on this program this morning, if she's got the crack in, in a cage somewhere, she needs to let that thing go. We need to get that thing out and, and, uh, and let it start uh, breathing some fire, folks, because it's time for the fire to breathe. It's time for us to get out and breathe fire about this election. And I want to be clear about my conversation with James. I am not uh, giving up. I am not giving up on this race, not giving up on this president. I'm just being realistic, folks, yep. about where we are. And, and we don't need to continue to pursue a pipe dream when we know it's a pipe dream we always have to be realistic about where we are but that does not that does not mean we give up i'm not giving up on this president as a matter of fact i want to introduce you guys to somebody who is not giving up he's out in the uh, fields uh breathing some fire and uh that's eric corcoran i know eric from uh from my work with palmetto family council eric is now with a group uh, in south carolina known as we the people and uh, Eric's doing some uh, grassroots work in Georgia in support of the Georgia runoffs. As I understand it, Eric wanted to come on the program today. We invited him to come on to share uh, his experience. And in addition to what's going on in Georgia, of course, we have the grassroots march uh, in Washington. I was going to try to get a man on the street interview from that, but that, inter- that uh, march is not officially starting until about noon. 
So, but right now on the program, we are joined by the one and only Eric Corcoran. Eric, can you hear me, sir? Mr. Boyd, it's great to be with you this morning. Well, thank you for uh, thank you for your time and thank you for joining us. How uh, you're in Georgia this morning, correct? I sure am. You know, I, I joke my car is the Revere Mobile because I get home at midnight a lot. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. worth it for the cause of liberty. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, tyranny never sleeps, Eric, as they say, and right. so the uh, the battle the battle is long and constant. And we thank you for your willingness to carry the flag. Uh, what so what's going on in Georgia? Give us a quick update, if you would. Absolutely. Got in here late last night, and I pulled in. I was very thankful that from the first things I saw was the Trump girls bus was here. So it's always nice to have reinforcements. And now the whole parking lot's already filled here. I've been out here with my, you know, Betsy Ross flag. And the reason I carry that flag is the 13 stars represent the original 13 colonies. And one, of course, was our very own South Carolina. And the reason I bring that flag, Mr. Boyd, is because the spirit that the men hoisted and women in the 1770s, we need that spirit again in America. We need a patriotism. We need people on fire, like you perfectly said there, for our First Amendment right. And that's why I'm on it. And I've been waving to people all morning, and people are honking and waving, and some people are not. So I'm I'm kind of finding out who's for liberty and who's not. Yeah, yeah. Well, there's there's that's one way you force the issue, and you know we have to find ways to you know without you know hopefully waving guns at each other. We need to figure out how to force these issues into the limelight okay. and and force people to identify who's who's a who's a who believes in freedom and who doesn't because our freedom our freedom is being incrementally taken away and if uh I think on balance this election was not bad if you look down ballot we have uh we have swept the Democratic Party on balance and uh, we've you know, we've got the issue with the uh, White House yet to be resolved. But even if we lose uh, the White House down ballot, this election, I, I believe, was an indictment of, uh, of the left. And I think it I think it, you you have 70 plus million folks out there who are standing up for freedom, who are standing up for truth, who are standing up for the American way of life. You know, truth, liberty, justice. Mm-hmm. And uh, and that's that's encouraging. That's encouraging. I mean, th- think about this, Eric. The president got 10 million more votes this cycle than he did in the previous cycle. And in, 20, and in 2016, he won. And this year we have what we have and we'll see. But it's encouraging to me that 73 million people got out and voted for Trump. And we know that those votes are real. I mean, I hate to put it in those terms, but, but the, Trump right. did, Trump did not benefit from any of this alleged fraud. Uh, that that much I am I am confident. So, and and so, tell me about the uh, the uh, rally that you're attending. How many people are out? What's the what? Who are the speakers? What's the purpose of the rally? Well, first of all, I want to say, Mr. Boyd, you know this this hits home for me personally. Yeah, sure. I went through years and years of immigration legally. Yeah, uh, my fa- my my parents, my family, and I went through all the paperwork. We paid all the fees. We went from religious visa to green card to first step citizenship to taking the test to getting fingerprinted and to finally getting to vote. And you know what? I was so proud to present my ID, present my photo ID, and show people I was a legal registered voter. And the fact that my mother said to me, you know, Eric, what would be the point in voting if all we have to do now is just say, here's my name, I'm sending in my ballot in the mail, what did we go through all that for? You know? Yep. And, and that's why I'm here today is to say this is a slap in the face to legal immigrants as well who did, did this the right way. 
We want to be able to vote. We want our vote to count. And we want to protect the, sa- the sacred honor of being able to vote. Yeah. You know? I mean, Absolutely. I went through all these election cycles not able to. So I just want to say that personally, if, yeah. if I could as well. But we've got a couple of speakers from Georgia. I'll be sharing what I just basically shared with you from the, the point of view as an immigrant uh, who loves this country with all my heart. I'm an American by choice. Uh, you know, went through the system legally, proudly. And I'll tell you, we're hoping to have hundreds here today. Yep. And we're going to march around this building like Jericho. You know, I love, love the story of Jericho and pray with that same faith, not to bring down this building, but to bring down the walls of deception. And that every person who counts the ballots, that God would put in the heart to not be able to count an unlawful yep. ballot. Yep. You know, to do, do it right. We, we just want every, and the president has said this, and I don't know a Republican who does not believe this. Um, we just want every legal vote to be counted. And where there was fraud, we want that fraud to be identified and we want those votes to be disqualified. And that's uh, given that there were 150 million votes cast. That's a tall order, but it is nonetheless a, a fair ask, don't you think? I, I think it's a common, I mean, when people say to me, Eric, you're kind of crazy. You know, I did a video recently on Facebook saying, if you think I've gone nuts or crazy, let me just explain this to you. Whether you're Democrat or Republican, we are setting a precedent for years and years to come Amen. for our kids and our grandkids. And do we really want to just say, oh, you know, it's not a big deal. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Yeah. Is integrity not a big deal anymore? It should be. It should be. And unfortunately, I think integrity in our culture is slipping. It's no longer a value that is uh, is placed at the at the forefront. And I think some of the things that we see happening speak to that. Many things that we see happening around us speak to that. And and to your point, Eric, people should remember in the founding days of this republic, in the early days of of the republic, it was not uncommon for people to have to travel overnight to vote. I'm not suggesting that voting needs to be tortuous, but it's okay that it requires a little bit of effort to vote. And if people are infirmed, if they are, you know, shut-ins and they want to vote, we should find ways to accommodate those people. We should make sure that every American who has a heartfelt desire to vote is that no physical disability or ailment should prevent them from voting. But beyond that, it is okay that you and I, able-bodied Americans, have to wait in line. You know, when I showed up at the polling place in Garden City, South Carolina, Eric, there was a line two hours long at 6 o'clock in the morning. People had been lining up since 5 o'clock in the morning to vote, and the poll didn't open until 7. It is okay. You know, you've heard the old expression. My granddad used to say, nothing worth having comes without effort. And when, and when your government spoon-feeds democracy to you in your bed and you don't even have to get out of bed to exercise mm-hmm. your civic duty, what kind of government do you think is the result of that process? It's not going to be the right government. It's not going to be valuable. It's not going to be worth having. Well, and, and to further your point there, which is a brilliant point, you think about what our men and women in uniform have to go through. Yeah. The sacrifices they have every single day. You think about the founding fathers. I mean, we think we're sacrificing by waiting a couple of hours in line to, to get to do this. And, and it's all perspective, isn't it? It's not, oh, I have to go vote. It's, I get to vote. I mean, yeah. and maybe I have that more in my brain because I couldn't vote so many elections after going through so many years of immigration. But I will never wake up and not be proud to be able now to go vote. Amen. I don't care how long it takes to wait in line. Amen to that. And, you know, Eric, to your point about immigration, you know, Trump won a majority of the Cuban vote. Now, according right. to according to the woke left, Cubans are no longer Latina. But, 
that oh that is the uh, that is the great irony is you now have immigrants think who think just the way you think who are very concerned about what president elect biden and the and the left are going to do uh, to voting rights and and to immigration and and yes it, it should require a little bit of effort to become a u.s citizen and that's okay and we should open the door to legal immigration but we don't need open borders and we don't need you know no. loose voting and 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 all the things that 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 devalue uh civic uh engagement in our in our culture so listen eric i want to congratulate you for your efforts uh thank you for all that you're doing uh, good luck with the recount and the runoffs in georgia thank you for being the voice of freedom and for helping uh engage uh, that uh that process uh, at the at the at the heart of the at the heart of the matter if you will so uh keep keep an eye on the recount and if you have uh news that you want to share with us be in touch yeah, come come back on the show anytime okay Will do, Mr. Boyd, and God bless you. You know, I've admired you a long time. You're a great man. Well, thank you, Eric. That feeling is a mutual. Keep up the great work, my friend, and let us know what we can do for you. Folks, that's uh, Eric Corcoran coming to us live uh, from the streets of Georgia, where they are uh, continuing to shine the light of liberty on the ongoing uh, Georgia recount and the upcoming Georgia runoff. So thank you, Eric. Thanks for joining us here on, this, on the show. Folks, stick with us. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors with more Saturday morning coffee. I'm Reese Boyd. Don't leave town. Saturday morning coffee. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour is now two full hours. More Reese coming up next on Talk 94.5. Are you moving from one home to another? Perhaps moving your business from one location to another. Are you stressed over your move? Two men in a truck are your local movers who care. Two men in a truck take special care of your individual needs, matching your needs with an experienced professional, offering knowledge and advice every single step of the way. At Two Men in a Truck, remember, every move is unique and never too small. Residential or commercial, Two Men in a Truck do it all. They offer free on-site estimates as well as packing services. Google Two Men in a Truck Myrtle Beach today. Hey everybody, it's Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee, talking with Greg Sisson at the Greg Sisson Team Remax First Choice Real Estate. Thank you, Reese. Super excited to be on board. Uh, I do believe uh, we can bring some information that will serve your audience here, so I'm excited about that. Greg, if folks want to get in touch with you at your office, how can they do that? Really, my cell phone is the best way. It's 843-251-2693. My email is greg at gregsisson.com. That's the website, gregsisson.com. Hi, this is Bubba Collins. Medicare. When you reach age 65, is a critical part of your health insurance planning. Seniors and their families trust Bubba Collins Insurance and Blue Cross Blue Shield of South Carolina to help with their health insurance coverage. It's easy to get overwhelmed with information. That's why people from all over trust us and Blue Cross. And using a licensed agent doesn't cost you anything. New to the area? We can help your transition to South Carolina coverage. Call me at Bubba Collins Insurance, 843-280-2012. That's 843-280-2012. Or visit BubbaCollinsInsurance.com. We're located close by in Cherry Grove. Hi, this is Darlene Collins. Call us here at Bubba Collins Insurance, 843-280-2012. Hi, this is Travis Collins with Bubba Collins Insurance. Give us a call at any time. 843-280-2012. 
Hey, everybody. It's Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee, talking with Greg Sisson. Greg is the principal at the Greg Sisson Team Remax First Choice Real Estate. How long have you been in the real estate business? I started in real estate full-time in 1997, and our company is, is really structured where we can serve the client at a high level. So we've really streamlined it to make it simple and easy for our clients. Our market is red hot kind of the perfect storm for home sellers right now in the Grand Strand. Greg, if folks want to get in touch with you at your office, how can they do that? Really, my cell phone is the best way. It's 843-251-2693. And then our website is gregsisson.com. Check us out there as well. If you are a seller today and you're thinking about it, it, it would make sense to give me a call. Remax First Choice, the Greg Sisson team, real estate experts here in Myrtle Beach, ready to help you with your real estate needs. Thanks for waking up with Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour on Talk everybody welcome back to saturday morning coffee the reese boyd radio hour i am reese boyd your host don't let the sound of your own wheels drive you crazy i think we all need to take it easy a little bit take a breath and uh, realize that there is a process and we will get through this no matter how it's resolved and i do think um there's more to come. I want to remind you guys, you can join the show anytime by calling into the PCRXcomputers.com, excuse me, calling into the call-in line at 843-903-2945 or text your comments to us at 843-798-TALK. That's 843-798-8255 on the PCRXcomputers.com text line. Yeah, but, Tom on the line. Tom on the line. Hey, Tom, you want to talk oh, to him? Yeah, let's talk to Tom real quick. I'm sorry, Tom. Didn't mean to keep you holding. Tom, you there? That's fine. Good morning. Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can hear Absolutely. you fine, sir. You guys still have to trust me. Quit asking, yeah, I, can I, you hear I, me? I, I <laughs> good morning you, to you guys. Good that, morning. The preceding call was, it, it was remarkable. And uh, Sydney, the lawyer, she is something else. But she's going to unleash, you know, she's going to unleash the Kraken, and I can't wait. <laughs> I cannot wait. One it's going to like, be like a Godzilla movie in downtown D.C. <laughs> One can only hope. Yeah. Um, this is what's happening t- t- today is sad, very sad to me. Oh, this it is. is the Joseph Goebbels, Joseph Goebbels playbook. Mm-hmm. There's nothing um, obtuse about it. This is what they put it into play. Facts and truth are malleable. They they are you stupid people. What we tell you, they are, and that's where we stand. Yeah. And we, there isn't. I, I feel helpless. I I don't think there's anything we can do about it. What that judge did in the Flynn case, I think his name is Sullivan. Yep, Judge Sullivan. Jaw dropping. Emmett Sullivan. Yeah, is absolutely jaw jaw dropping. Yeah, yeah. What what they have done is. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, you were just letting some profanity fly. I want to give you your space. Go ahead. No profanity. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm kidding with you. What's going on? You're absolutely. You're absolutely. Our great country. Yeah. 
You're absolutely right. We're seeing things that I never thought that I would see. Tom, and I'll, I'll, let me give you a little history quiz. Here's a word for you. I thought about this this week, a, a word that I learned in history class a long time ago. Are you familiar with the term Potemkin Village? You ever heard that word? I, I didn't hear what you said. Are you familiar with the term Potem- Potemkin Village? There's a there no, was a I, there was a guy I, that worked there was a guy that worked for the czars in Russia, the precursor to the Soviet Union back under czarist Russia, and I think he worked for Catherine the Great. His name was Potemkin. They act, the the uh, the they actually uh, named a battleship after him. That was a movie uh, named Battleship Potemkin about it. it was a communist. It was a piece of communist propaganda actually. It was about a revolt of sailors on the battleship Potemkin, but the Potemkin was named after this guy Potemkin, and they were trying to convince Catherine the Great how great things were for the serfs out in the countryside. So she's on her barge, she's sailing down this river that they've and they've along the countryside, they've set up all these facades of neat little thatched roof huts that the serfs live in, and they've got these neat little organized rows of corn and potatoes. So they're all well-fed and everybody's well-clothed. The clothing's all very neat. And, and they put Catherine the Great on this uh, barge and they, they literally sail her down a, like a movie set. It's a row of fake houses. It's a fake village. And that's, that, that's where, and to convince Catherine that she's doing a great job as the Tsarina and, uh, and that she wouldn't fire anybody or send anybody off to the guillotine, apparently. So Potemkin was the guy that masterminded this whole thing. And that's where we get the term Potemkin Village from. And it occurred to me last week, Tom, as, as I'm listening, and you, you see these interviews, and they're asking the politicians on the left, they're asking Biden, when you see Trump make these baseless allegations of voter fraud, and I mean, the whole thing is scripted around a narrative that is false, and and are we the only people? Are, are the only people who see this? Because one of us is living control the narrative. Control the yeah. Control the narrative. Control the thinking. Control the action. It's a, we are in deep doo doo, my friend. It's a complete. And we need voices like yours. It, and you got You your voice is a is a great one. Well, maybe you. you can lead some people out of the wilderness. I you know, I, you I, I got to keep. Go ahead. No, keep a big bull on. Yeah. Well, keep I, talking. I, Don't stop. This, <laughs> Tom, Tom, you want a prize pack. Tom, would you like a, would you like a bag of, uh, of, uh, bones coffee? Sure. Would absolutely. you like a bag of, you want a, yeah, bu- you want a bag of bones coffee. You're for sucking up to the host this morning, Tom. You have won yourself sucking up to the host. A, a bag of bones, okay. s'mori time coffee. You're a coffee drinker, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> Is the Pope Catholic? Yeah, that's what I thought. Pope, listen, well, with this current Pope, we have to we have to revisit the wisdom of that adage. But yeah, I think you're. I think we'll we'll let you slide this time. But yeah, you just won yourself for sucking up to the host here on Saturday morning coffee. You just won yourself sucking a, up to the host. You okay. just won yourself a bag of uh, Bones coffee, s'mori time coffee. So we'll get that. Uh, we'll get that off to you. But you're exactly. Is there a second prize for sucking up to Glenn? <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to call back. Bye, gentlemen. Yeah, have a great day. A new a car. Day. A new car. Hey, hey Tom, can you um, Goodbye. Uh, can you uh, send send your address to the text line for yeah, us? Glenn will, Glenn, will, Glenn will take that. I, um, I got it. I got it. We got it. So, okay. Um, very good, Tom. Thank thanks, you. thanks for the call, my friend. And we will keep the bullhorn going. I do think wow. that this uh, that this current environment, folks shows the importance 
of shows like this, shows the importance of radio stations like this, shows the importance of talk radio, demonstrates the absolute importance of having many alternative sources of information. Folks, they're shutting us down. There is an iron triangle at work, folks. It's the left, the hard left, the progressive left that has taken over the Democratic Party, the administrative state, the deep state, and big tech, and to a certain extent, big money. But big tech, Google, Facebook, Twitter, in case you hadn't figured it out yet, I'm sure you already have, those folks are not on your side. They're not on my side. They're not on our side, and they are not for the cause of liberty. They are enemies of freedom. Let's just be clear. And some of the best governing in the country begins on a local level, and it gets worse the higher you go up the line. Amen. So I'll second that emotion. Folks, it's uh, Saturday morning coffee, 830 on your Saturday morning. Thanks for sticking with us. After this obscene profit timeout, we'll be right back with more thoughtful discussion. I'm Reese Boyd. That's Glenn Dye. Don't leave town. talk Saturday morning coffee the Reese Boyd radio hour on talk 94.5 join Liz and Nick as we take the show on the road live on location it's the Liz Calloway show with Nick Summers technical assistance from PCRXcomputers.com it's that time of the year again Nick and I are stuck in a truck the day before Thanksgiving Wednesday November 25th come on down to Market Commons Walmart neighborhood market you got it Liz we're stuck in that truck until you fill it up. We're collecting non-perishable food items for low country food banks to help the community. So come on and join us. And we have to say thanks to affordable luxury awnings, dependable plumbing, Carolina Elevator Co-op, Mr. Sparky, Tide Law Firm, Two Men in a Truck, Arbor Landing, Bloomin' Blinds, and of course our PCRXcomputers.com mobile studio will be fired up and ready. Wednesday, November 25th, the day before Thanksgiving, we'll be stuck in the truck from 6 a.m. until the truck is full at the Walmart neighborhood store in the Market Common. Are you ready, Nikki? I'm ready, Lizzie. The Liz Calloway Show, live from the annual food drive on Talk 94.5. Brian Brady, CPA, is the only certified tax resolution specialist in all of South Carolina. He has over 30 years of experience helping local people like you deal with the IRS and state revenue departments. Don't wait around letting penalties and interest build up. Call Tax Resolution Services LLC today and let Brian address your tax issues. Call 843-668-4340 to schedule a contact-free consultation or go online to Tax Resolution Services LLC.com. Revivalization. Revivalization. Okay, okay. Let's do this. Hi, I'm Marty with One Hour Heating and Air, reminding you to get your complete heating system revitalization. Our Wait a second. Sorry. Oh, no. Not again. Sorry, Marty. You're still not saying it quite right. How am I saying it wrong? It's our heating system revitalization. It's more like revitalization. That's what I said. And folks, it'll make your heater blow stronger, warmer, and use less energy doing it. Just get our complete heating system revitalization. Hmm. I said it right. Well, it should be like, get our heating system revitalization. Now you just sound insane. You got to give it a little more oomph. More oomph? Oomph. Oomph it up. You know what, Richie? I'm just going to say, let one hour revitalize your heater now for just 134 bucks. Okay, that sounds good. Okay, good. Cool. So you can find us online now at onehourmagic.com. 
Hi, I'm Jonathan Stanley, your local Grand Strand Edward Jones Financial Advisor. When we work together, we'll focus on what's important to you. We'll use an established process to create a personalized financial strategy backed by the advice, tools, and resources to help you reach your goals. And we'll partner to help your strategy stay on track. Contact me, Jonathan Stanley, today at 843-236-9953. Edward Jones, Making Sense of Investing. Member SIPC. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour, two full hours on Talk To Saturday morning coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. I want to thank Tom for that very insightful phone call. Yes, I have the distinct feeling that we are living in a Potemkin village. New word for the day. And uh, yeah, it's amazing, but there's a complete dichotomy between what people on the left are believing and accepting as reality and what we know to be true. And folks, the only remedy that I know is just to keep speaking truth without apologizing. Speaking truth to power. We know what the truth is. Uh, you know, it's kind of like um, we were talking about that, that moment on election night when 138,000 votes suddenly showed up in Wisconsin for Joe Biden. And I told uh, Liz, we were talking about it, I said, you know, you could ask 138,000 people any question you could ask 138,000 people which end is up and you're not going to get 138,000 answers that are exactly alike somebody is going to get it wrong I mean you ask any question 138,000 times there's going to be somebody who disagrees with you but they found in one fell swoop 138,000 and change votes that were completely universally 100 to nothing in favor of Joe Biden. Just things like that that just don't add up. But we have got to continually speak truth into the public square. Even when people don't want to listen to you, you've just got to continue to be the voice of reason and the voice of truth. And sooner or later, truth wins. Truth may not win in this quarter. We may lose this quarter. We may lose the White House. That's a possibility. We need to be ready to accept that. We may not lose it on grounds that we consider to be fair. We may lose it in what we view as a steal. And we need, we need to be prepared to move forward from that moment and to continue the fight. But having said that, all through this, we need to continue to speak truth. And, and thank goodness for shows like this. By the way, I want to get back to Dominion Voting Systems. Somebody who has not identified themselves as a deplorable Checking in on the PCRXcomputers.com text line with a question. Does South Carolina use the Dominion voting system that Sidney Powell was discussing uh, in her interview with Lou Dobbs? Uh, short answer, no. And let's talk about that a little bit. The South Carolina uses a similar but different system. By the way, Captain Tom, while I'm on the PCRXcomputers.com text line, also checking in with a great to hear from us uh, message. Thanks, Captain Tom. Great to hear from you. 
And thank you to Bob for checking in. Bob's loving the music and the show this morning. Thank you, as always, Bob, for supporting Saturday Morning Coffee. Hope you guys are having a great morning. Let's talk a little bit about Dominion Voting Systems. Dominion Voting Systems, a company that I had not even heard of two, three weeks ago, is uh, apparently a company that has had an outsized impact on this election, on this election, an outsized involvement in this election. And so you may be like me. I didn't know who Dominion was. Glenn, when's the first time you heard about Dominion? Um, uh, you know, Dominion Power. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I'm good mean, investment. D- Dominion but no, Voting no, Systems. No, yeah, no, not on my radar. No. That's because we didn't invest in it. Like, yeah, we didn't. We didn't get the uh, the the memo to right. various Secretary of States and Hunter Biden inviting them uh, to partake of a unique investment opportunity. Uh, it's really phenomenal how I don't make it on some of these lists, y'all. One day I can only hope and aspire that one day I'll make it on the list. But let's talk about Dominion. Dominion is a Canadian company, which immediately don't even go any further. <laughs> can we not find? an American company to run U.S. elections? Is that too much to ask? Dominion is a Canadian company, and they use a voting system, a software package, produced by a company called Smartmatic. Smartmatic is registered in Delaware as a Delaware company, but guess who owns Smartmatic? A bunch of Venezuelans. And not just any Venezuelans, but Supposedly, and I've, I've got some pretty good sources for this. It's, uh, you know, being written about in some relatively fringe websites, but it's also being written about in some, in some uh, main, more uh, reputable establishments. Venezuelans who are close to Maduro and, and supposedly have uh, crafted code as part of the Smartmatic uh, project to actually assist Maduro... In, in cheating in Venezuela's elections. How does that code find its way into what? How on earth does that? And there are also ties, theoretically, I've read this uh, again, I haven't, uh, don't take this as the gospel, but many are alleging there are also ties to the Chinese Communist Party and, and China. You'll see China. And by the way, when you see China referenced in an article about, you know, for example, a company by the name of Smartmatic uh, registered in Delaware, but owned by Venezuelans, has ties to China. Whenever you see the media use the term China, in media speak, what they actually mean is the Chinese Communist Party. Because outside the borders of China, China is synonymous with the Chinese Communist Party. The media often tries to sidestep that issue and sweep it a little bit under the rug and not be quite so dramatic with you, but that's what that means. And uh, so, so we have a company, theoretically, with direct ties to Maduro and the Venezuelan ruling oligarchy and the Chinese Communist Party that somehow is involved in writing code that was used to count ballots in 28 states in our presidential election. What on earth? And, and as I said on the, um, on, the, on the Liz show on Friday, I, wor- I worked at the poll. One of the first things that we did when we set up the polling location, and this was not, again, not a Dominion system. It was a company called ExpressVote. But there are, there are articles that have been written that allege ExpressVote has its own problems. Um, Joe and some others sent me some articles this week about ExpressVote. And, you know, when we set up the polls for ExpressVote, the first thing I did was I pulled a little MiFi hotspot 
out of the box and I plugged it in and it's a Verizon wireless MiFi hotspot and it sets up and I'm thinking to myself, all these voting machines are now connecting to the internet and they're, you know, transmitting their information. Now there is a backup paper ballot granted, but I'm thinking to myself, how is that secure? I mean, even if they say it's secure, we're accepting at face value some consultant's representation or some company's representation, some salesman's representation, that the system is secure. But how do we actually know that? How do we know that? And the interesting thing is you'll see there's a case that I'll talk a little bit about. These voting systems are theoretically vetted by the secretaries of state in in each of the 50 states. So they they say this is safe for us to use in Pennsylvania or elsewhere. Uh, But... What I heard about Dominion, what I have read about Dominion, and what in fact occurred is on Election Day, the morning of Election Day, they were pushing an update to the Dominion software. So Dominion was pushing an update to the firmware in the Dominion voting machines on the morning of Election Day. Well, if the Secretary of State has validated a system and said it's okay to use it, but they did that on Monday, Mm -hmm. and on Tuesday morning... Dominion pushes a software update to the machines and the software update has a back door that allows somebody from the Chinese Communist Party or from Maduro's office or anybody, the Democratic, uh, the Democratic Party of Pennsylvania, anybody who's paid them a certain amount of money to log in and check the votes and flip votes, for right. example. We know there was some flipping that happened. We heard it was a glitch. But if, if they updated the system software on the morning of the election, how, how is any certification valid? That, that flies in the face of common sense. So we know, we know foreign governments have an interest in Dominion, and we know there were numerous problems with the Dominion system that were reported prior to the election. Georgia decided to use Dominion systems anyway. Uh, we know there were a number of statistical anomalies, um, a, a, a lot of things that happened. We've already talked about 138,000 votes hitting at once that were 100% in favor of Joe Biden. There were numerous things that were statistically anomalous about this election that it's not, it's not necessarily the same thing as saying it's election cheating, but you look at it and you say, that just doesn't happen in the real world. Mm-hmm. Like the 138,000 votes, that just doesn't happen. We can do, 100, we can do anything 138,000 times. We can try to fall off a cliff uniformly 138,000 times, and we won't get 138,000 results that are exactly the same. Right. It just doesn't happen. And so you have to ask yourself, where do these votes come from? And, you know, there was, in fact, litigation in um, Georgia prior to the election. And I didn't even hear about it until after the fact, but there's some very interesting comments that were in that case about Dominion Systems. So we'll talk about that. Um, if you guys want to chime in, again, we welcome your calls. Suck up to the host. You might even win a prize. But we'll be back. I've got some comments for you on Dominion Voting Systems. And welcome your thoughts as well. After this obscene profit timeout, we'll be right back with more Saturday morning coffee, folks. Don't leave town.
Saturday morning coffee. Call the show at 843-903-2945. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour returns after these on Talk 94.5. Do you have a computer or laptop that seems slow? Can't afford a new one? Good news. The PC and laptop experts at PCRX will diagnose your computer no charge. PCRX repairs are honest and affordable. From computers to laptops to iPhones and iPads, PCRX will provide you with honest expert repair at an affordable price. Visit PCRX Main Street in Conway or visit them at PCRXcomputers.com. PCRX Computer Sales and Service. They have the right prescription for your computer. Now. More than ever, we need the South's grandest Christmas show. Myrtle Beach's number one show at the Alabama Theater. Christmas is happening now at the Alabama Theater. Get your tickets, bring your family. Call 843-272-1111. Christmas Christmas at the Alabama Theater. It's a giant spectacle of lights, dancing, singing, and the magic of Christmas. Come celebrate the reason for the season. Call for your tickets to the Alabama Theater, 843-272-1111. Online at alabama-theater.com. Hey everybody, it's Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee, talking with Greg Sisson. Greg is the principal at the Greg Sisson Team Remax First Choice Real Estate. How long have you been in the real estate business? I started in real estate full-time in 1997 and our company is is really structured where we can serve the client at a high level. So we've really streamlined it to make it simple and easy for our clients. Our market is red hot, kind of the perfect storm for home sellers right now in the Grand Strand. Greg, if folks want to get in touch with you at your office, how can they do that? Really, my cell phone is the best way. It's 843-251-2693. And then our website is gregsisson.com. Check us out there as well. If you are a seller today and you're thinking about it, it, it would make sense to give me a call. Remax First Choice, the Greg Sisson team, real estate experts here in Myrtle Beach, ready to help you with your real estate needs. Hi, everybody. It's attorney Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour here on WTKN. I'm also a practicing attorney with the firm of Davis and Boyd, attorneys at law here in Myrtle Beach. These are certainly trying and uncertain times for individuals, families, and businesses here along the Grand Strand. Please know that our team of professionals at Davis and Boyd stands ready to assist you with all of your personal and business legal needs. So if we can assist you in any way, give us a call at 839-9800. That's Davis and Boyd, attorneys at Saturday morning coffee. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour is now two full hours. Two full hours on Talk 94.5. All right, stop. Collaborate and listen. Ice is back with my brand new adventure. Something grabs a hold of me tightly, flowing like an awful. Daily and nightly, will it ever stop, y'all? I don't know. Turn off the lights. 
And I'll go to the extreme I rock a mic like a man Light up the stage and wax and jump Like a can-do dance Caress the speaker that booms I'm killing your brain like a poisonous mushroom deadly When I play a dope melody Anything less than the best It's a felony, love it to leave it You better get away Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. I want to thank everybody for chiming in this morning. also want to apologize. We had a couple of callers on the line, and the phone system here at the station, for whatever reason, has uh, gone on the blink. Has gone on the blink. I'm sure Google and Twitter may have something to do with that. <laughs> Says right. it can't connect to the server. They're, so. they're trying to silence us, y'all. <laughs> we're in the midst of it. We're, we're fighting a battle. We're fighting a spiritual and a physical battle. Uh, but Tim, the car detail, did manage to get a text through under the radar. Thanks, Tim, for checking in. He's asking a simple question. How can voting machines cheat? Tim, it's a little bit above my pay grade, but I will say this. I told this story briefly on Friday. Uh, there is, I have a friend who is in... Uh, uh, military intelligence or was and still has connections in military intelligence and he was telling me a little bit about the uh, hammer program and, and the scorecard uh, efforts and you know and and once you allow uh, a virtual element to a system you know an, an electronic a, a digital element to a system there are many ways that you can get in and tweak the system. And speaking of the hammer system, my friend who used to be uh, in military intelligence, he said, Reese, I don't, I've never seen it personally operated, but you know, that system was theoretically was developed uh, by the NSA to get into elections outside this country, uh, to, to tweak their way, finesse their way, hack their way, if I may, into foreign election systems and literally alter the results in real time. And it has been explained to me by somebody who had it on pretty good authority that the system works so well that they could tweak the results in real time and do it so quickly that the operators of the system would not even realize that the results were changing right in front of their eyes. And folks, that's above my pay grade, but I can imagine just knowing what I know about other systems, my own work with computers over the years, that I can see that happening. I can visualize how that could happen. And, I, and I, who are we to say that that's impossible? I can't. And uh, I know it's, uh, you know, it's simplistic, but I think that's the, that's the downside of living in a digital world. We really don't know. We have to accept these folks at face value sometimes on what they tell us. And we don't always know what the real answer is. But, you know, one of the things that did happen before this election, there was a lawsuit in uh, Georgia, Curling v. Raffensperger. And Raffensperger is the election official. Curling were the plaintiffs who were suing Georgia to prevent these machines from being utilized. And the court in this was a federal court case in in um, uh, in front of Amy Totenberg, U.S. District uh, Judge for the Northern District of Georgia, the Atlantic Division. Plaintiffs brought the case, according to Judge Totenberg's opinion, seeking injunctive relief, preventing these machines from being used, is what she was saying, em embracing an array of issues as associated uh, and sophisticated issues, evolving the electronic voting process and the impact if an individual's vote uh, will be correctly captured, scanned, and accurately counted. So it's a multi-step process. Your vote is you enter it. it. It has to be correctly captured by the machine. Then that vote has that, it prints a paper ballot. And then the system scans the ballot to recapture the vote. That's the capture that counts for purposes of the election. And after that, accurately counted. That capture 
has to be as Tim has as Tim asked. It has to be dropped in the right bucket, and that bucket has to be totaled at the end of the day, and that has to be an accurate count. It's not rocket science, but it's a lot more complicated than that. And it's in, in the uh, in the um, in this case, in the curling case, plaintiff's uh, challenge focused on the implementation of a new statewide BMD, that's ballot marking de- device system, uh, pursuant to the state's contract, that's Georgia's contract, in 2019 with Dominion Voting Systems. The software and hardware system purchase provides for each citizen's ballot marking device ballot to vote selections to be printed on a paper ballot generated by a printer connected to the BMD, but the tabulation of the vote is actually based on the ballot's non-encrypted QR barcode that's printed on the ballot, designed to summarize the voters' ballot selections in code that by itself cannot be read or proofed by the voter and thus not verified by the voter before it is scanned. Plaintiffs contend the system precludes direct voter verification because of the QR barcode. Printed ballot is fed into an image cast optical scanner that tabulates the ballot votes uh, solely based on the QR code, not based on human readable text. Suffice it to say that this decision, and we'll post a link to it on uh, on on the Saturday Morning Coffee Facebook page, this decision is just replete with potential problems with the Dominion voting system. There are similar articles that have been written about express voting. And one of the things I am really asking folks is, can these folks identify systemic systematic issues with this voting that will raise these questions? If things are true, in my estimation, that is one thing that could blow this election uh, wide open and, and cause the Supreme Court to have to grant some really uh, sweeping relief uh, to the president because it does appear that voting tabulations have moved. I don't know if that's because of actual votes or because the machines were rigged. I don't really know that. And I'm not speculating. I'm not alleging, but I'm thinking if there is an issue out there that, that potentially courts could grasp and grant fundamental relief to this president, I believe that's it. So we'll see what's happened. What happens folks. I want to remind you that, uh, Today's show was in memory of Robert Rabin. Robert was a dear friend. I was hoping uh, we could get a couple of phone calls in to talk about Robert, but our phone system has gone down. Um, and uh, But I just want to tell you guys what a great guy Robert Rabin was. He was, in truth, uh, a great American. Robert has done much uh, for this county, for the Republican Party. He will be long remembered. He will not uh, soon be forgotten. I remembered uh, a late night call. Robert called me one night about 10 o'clock. My wife's like, who's that? And I'm like, it's Robert Rabin. Must be something. I'll see what it is. Robert Rabin was talking me in to the idea of running for office because because the filing deadline was the next day. That's the kind of guy that Robert was. And uh, Robert was just a a, a great American. He gave selflessly uh, to his community. He gave selflessly to education in this community, education was very important uh, to him, and he gave uh, much of his life and much of his uh, much of his earthly riches uh, to causes beyond him and beyond his family. I was privileged to know him, um, and he will definitely uh, be missed. And I wish we could have had a few of you chime in. I think that's what a couple of the calls that we got were. But I want to remind you guys that the fight goes on. I had uh, planned to end the show with uh, the. Um, speech by Winston Churchill 
that we will, you know, we will never surrender. But we have uh, run short of time, and the audio was not the best quality. It is, after all, a speech uh, that Winston Churchill gave uh, in the House of Commons in, in, at the outset of World War II. So the audio isn't of the best quality, and I had a hard time finding a quality version that was suitable for, for, uh, for radio. And it was uh, a challenge. But I want to remind you of Winston Churchill's words that we will continue to fight. And I don't necessarily mean when I say that, uh, uh, I don't mean physically fight, though we don't know what the future holds. But but what we really mean is we will continue to speak truth. We will continue to speak truth in the public square on the on these airwaves. And we will never willingly give in to tyranny because tyranny uh, is not the answer. It's never the answer. And it's not what we inherited from our parents and from our grandparents. And it is not what we will willingly give uh, to our children. So don't lose sight of that, folks. Don't lose sight of that. Don't lose sight of the importance to continue the fight, to continue to speak truth in the public square. And let me leave you with this bit of wisdom from the Proverbs. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. That's Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6. Y'all have a great Saturday. Be blessed. We'll see you next week for more Saturday Morning Coffee. Take care. You're listening to the Reese Boyd Radio Hour, Saturday morning coffee on Talk 94.5.